Warren Buffett once said, the more you learn, the more you earn. Warren Buffett, one of the wealthiest humans on the planet, is famous for reading more than five hours every day. Bill Gates reads one book per week. Mark Cuban, three hours a day. Oprah, well, she's just obsessed with books. Notice the common theme here? Successful people never stop learning. You're trying to get your freedom. You're trying to learn how to read. You're trying to escape. Uh-uh. It's Saturday and it's 8 a.m., folks. It's that time. Time for the 8 a.m. blog talk book club. Let's go, folks. It's time to stimulate the mind. Time to hear thought-provoking words. When we read, your imagination improves. You become smarter. It reduces the stress. Yes, that's right. It reduces the stress. Let's go, folks. Okay, good morning, everybody. It's Tony Fleming. This is our 8 a.m. Eastern Book Club call. We do this call every Saturday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Central, and 5 a.m. Pacific. And on this particular call, we talk about a particular book. (laughs) We call it the book of the moment, not the book of the month, because we've been in this moment for a minute now. We've been in this moment for about two and a half, almost three months, I guess, on this particular book, TNT, The Power Within by Mr. Claude Bristol, How to Release the Forces Inside of You and Get What You Want. A powerful, 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 powerful book. Hopefully you guys have, you know, got ordered your book or got it or you've been, you've had three months now, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully you're reading it. Hopefully you're digesting it and getting all the information that you need from it. Uh, I always say we got three type of uh, book club members. We got the one who I bought my book club. I mean, I bought my book. That's a book club member. You you hadn't read it, and then you got I bought my book, and then you showing it to everybody. Still hadn't read it, and then the third one is I bought the book, and I'm actually reading it, highlighting it, and uh, doing the things that I need to do to learn and to um, you know putting the repetition in to get this thing because it's not you know what you read is what you keep reading, and you got to keep highlighting and keep doing things. That, so this thing can be get inside of you, you know what I'm saying? You learn through repetition. So, um, But, you know, you got to start somewhere. So if you just got the book and hadn't read it, that's a good thing. At least you started, you know, at least you bought the book. And then at one point you might read it, um, you know, hopefully. So it's amazing how, you know, a lot of us fight reading now. You know, it's uh, if you go back in our history, you'll find out that, you know, I'm sure a lot of us know that. You know, as slaves, man, you would die. They could literally kill you if they caught you reading. Um, and so we, you know, we. <laughs> why is that? You know, <laughs> so that should tell you right there that, you know, why you should be reading more and more and more. But um, it's amazing how that, you know, how that whole tide has turned and the things have changed when it comes to that. So, but, you know, get the book, folks. Read it. Study it, highlight it. All right, so um, the recording number is 712-432-1085, and the same PIN code, 783357-POUND. This call would be up until Monday morning. Uh, also, it's going to be on our podcast. I mean, uh, it's going to be on the on, on uh, Apple or iTunes or whatever, you know, 
platform you go to. We got we probably on about fifteen or twenty of them. Not sure how many, but you can go and put Tony Fleming in and put mindset, and this particular one will come up as soon as we post it. Uh, you know, and you know all of them are gonna come up. You know, all of them will come up, and uh, and just you know, if you like it, share it. If you don't like it, don't share it. <laughs> share it with two or three people. You know, I had a young lady send me a. Um, a DM on um, uh, Instagram yesterday and said that she had been, you know, going to the podcast. And that's pretty cool. I like, you know, I think everybody, I mean, it's free. I mean, it's so much stuff out here that you can get, man. You can just go down the the uh, the podcast, I mean, go down the list of all the calls that we've done so far, probably about 80 up there now. Uh, it's going to be 8,000. <laughs> be so many. But, you know, that's how you learn. So you learn, I tell you, you know, go to that, go to the podcast and look at, you know, highlight some of them and send to some people on your team. And, you know, when folks get started on your team and whatever you're doing, you know, hey, say check out, you know, this call number such and such or this call number that and highlight it and send it to them. I mean, I'm telling you, that's a that's a that's the best way to get people trained. You don't even have to do the work. You don't have to do it, I mean, because... You know, it's right there recorded. I mean, that's, to me, that's an easy system. Now, here's the thing. You might want to, you know, have a discussion about it, too. Don't just send people to that that and don't discuss it because you don't even know if they even, you know, checked it out or not. So not saying be a boss, but I'm just saying to have a discussion with it. See, you know, it's, it's what I'm saying is a little work. It's a little work. You just can't just say, hey, go do this without kind of following up and making sure it's good. And also, please, you know, type a review if you can, you know. Uh, it's good that we get those, you know, from what you know, I was told from the podcast people. <laughs> they said get people to type reviews. So, all right, please do that if it's good. Now, if it's bad, don't type a review. <laughs> don't do that. All right, so let's go. Um this morning I want to read uh, from a couple of pages that Dr. Nicole actually sent me this. Remember I told you all, I said, if, you, if you're getting anything from these books or from this book, please send me a text and tell me, you know, what section to read from and what to talk about, you know, what section to talk about, and I will do it. And so uh, it's a couple of pages that she highlighted and sent to me, uh, maybe three pages, I think. And so I'm going to start reading from those pages, and we're going to talk about it and discuss it uh, this morning. Um, and I'm going to start with here where he says, uh, tap, 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 keep it up. He says, however, there is no point to writing down your wishes until you have determined that every single detail of what you want is to be photographed permanently in your thoughts, to stay there until it becomes a reality. So what he's saying is you got to write down those wishes, you know, to a T, uh, and permanently let it stay in your mind until it comes to reality. Now, permanently means you got to, you know, keep thinking about it, keep talking about it, you know, keep saying it. You know, i got some things that I've been saying for years that still hadn't come to reality yet, but I hadn't pulled up on it. I might have slacked off of it, and it's easy to do. It's easy for you to stop because after a while you start saying, well, this ain't going to happen. You know, I might have rearranged some stuff. Like if I had it on the wall, I might have moved it from there to someplace else and maybe rewrote it or, 
you know, put it on a poster board differently or something. But it's certain things that I still hadn't accomplished yet that I that I will because I keep holding on to it. I keep visualizing it. I keep seeing it in my mind, and I'm not giving up on it. So it's going to be there. It's just taking a little long. Anything that you plan for usually takes double the time. But what happens is we get discouraged and we stop, you know what I'm saying? I think I even – I bet you, Dr. Nicole, I bet you when you started um, or when you decided to be a medical doctor, you held that in your mind for years probably before – I don't – most of the time, you know, somebody doesn't decide to go to medical school and then the next year go. It's something that has been on your mind for years probably. And I'm not – it could be – that might not be the truth, but I'm saying uh, the norm it is. You know, like I look at my sister, who's a, a, a appellate court judge. She's actually running for uh, what is she running for now? <laughs> What's the top court? What's the top judge? Whatever it is in the state of Louisiana, she's running for. Uh, she's uh, God, I can't think of that. Whatever it is, but you know, she talked about that. Man, you know, ninth grade, tenth grade, eleventh grade. She talked about being an attorney. Now she really didn't put the judge thing in until she probably became an attorney. I remember when she became an attorney, but she talked about that being an attorney for a long time. And then um, when she became an attorney, probably after about four or five years, she started, you know, talking about being a judge. And then, you know, it was like ten years later, um, she became a judge. You know, and so she's been a judge now for almost, I don't know, 20-some years. Um, <clears throat> Supreme Court, thank you, sir. The, the Louisiana Supreme Court. Um, but all those things have been in her mind and her thoughts. You know, uh, and like Dr. Nicole just texted and said, she's been thinking about this since she was eight years old. I mean, you got ball players, um, uh, at, I mean, singers. You know, you know what Beyonce was entertaining at five or six years old. Michael Jackson was now. Watch this. Um, the struggle is guaranteed. The success is not. So it, it doesn't mean that you're going to guarantee get it. But what it means is you're going to have to you're going to have to visualize it and picture it. You go, I put it this way: <laughs> picturing this, visualizing it, saying it over and over, permanently putting in your mind. It literally doesn't guarantee you success, but if you don't do it, I guarantee you won't have it. See, that's that's the challenge with that. When you don't do it, you're definitely not going to get it. Now, by doing it doesn't guarantee you that because there's a lot of things that have to fall in line, a lot of things that you have to continue to do. A lot of, Now, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I could say that, you know, if you do this stuff, you probably will get it, but it's no guarantee. But I can guarantee you that nine times, well, I can guarantee you won't get it unless you visualize it and see it and you've been thinking about it. You know, it's just you have to picture it first. It's like anything, like a chair that was created, it was created in the mind first. A car that was created, it was created in the mind first. Anything that you have, see, but then, you know, again, it's a fight. It's a challenge to keep that thought in front of you all the time, especially um, if you're still hanging around the same old people and you're still doing the same old thing and you're still doing, you know, it's a it's a battle, man. You have to, you have to rise above your environment. 
See, we we want it easy. We think that if it's not easy or if it's not a struggle or that it shouldn't be a struggle, and that's not the case. Oh, the struggle is there. You're going to have to go through this. That's guaranteed. Success is not. That visual, that thinking about it, and I'm telling you, it, it's um, it can wear on you when you don't see it. But the thing is, if you lock it in and get that feeling of it, you know, you got to have that feeling that you have it. You got to have that that you you got to feel it. You got to see it. You got to, you know, it's a it has to be permanently in your mind for it to become a reality. Think about it. It's some things in your mind that that you do that's permanent that just that you just naturally do all the time. Now watch this. Probably a lot of stuff that that you've done for the last five ten years has been super negative, and and you you've had that stuff in your mind for years, and it became a reality. You know, you might be saying in your mind, and you've been visualizing in your mind for years that I can't be successful doing this, I can't be successful doing that, I can't. You know, that's not me. That's not. And you've been visualizing and visualizing and thinking about it and thinking about it and saying and saying it. And now the reality is it's not you. And and see, but what we think is we didn't cause that. We'll say it's something else caused that. And, and, and in some situations, you know, you have situations out of your control. Like I said, you got all the sexism. You got the racism out here. You got that. You got all sexism. You got a, a lot of things out here that could be, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying the things that we can control and the things that we can work on all the time to to do, you know, we don't, we're not doing it because we don't rise above our environment. We keep looking at our situation where we are now. Like we don't, you know, if a person is trying to climb a ladder, um, you know, in, in a company, you're trying to get to another title or something. And if you don't see yourself there and don't believe yourself getting there, or if you don't see yourself or believe yourself for for a longer period of time, I'm telling you, it's it's, it's a mental. This thing is 95% mentality. If you can hold it in your mind and see it long enough, and just you know go for it, put the work in, the effort in, you know, it can happen for you. And probably will happen for you. But if you can't hold it there and you just let it go and you go back to your old thinking, the old way, it's going to be a challenge for you. So he says, there is no point to writing down your wishes until you have determined that every, that every single detail of what you want is to be photographed permanently in your thoughts to stay there until it becomes reality. In order for that to stay there and be there, you're going to have to have it around you. You cannot have goals and dreams that you want, and you want them to be permanently locked in your mind, and you don't see them every day. You don't have a vision board. You don't have it on your screensaver. You don't have it in front of you. You don't have it on your bathroom mirror. You, it, look, out of sight, out of mind. If you don't have it in front of you, you're not going, you're not going to think about it all the time. You're not going to visualize it. It's not going to be permanently in your mind. What's going to be permanently in your mind is the negative thoughts that you've been having all your life, all the friends you've been around and everything that, you know, what, what dominates your mind is basically what you're thinking about all the time. And you cannot 
be thinking about your goals, your dreams, and things if it's not in front of you. What you're going to be thinking about is your bills. What you're going to be thinking about is, I don't know, some argument you got into with somebody. What you're going to be thinking about is some, you know, frivolous TV show. What you're going to be thinking about is, you know, not your goals and dreams. I mean, out of sight, out of mind. You know, it's been it's been said before. You know, what was the book we read? Um, or we talked about the book? No, I think we read it. Uh, man, probably three, four books back, where he talked about, you know, sitting the stuff out so you can see it because out of sight, out of mind. He's like, if I want to play my guitar every day, if it's in the closet, I'm not going to think about it. So I had to sit my guitar in my living room so I could see it every day because it's in sight. So it's in mind. But when it's out of sight, it's out of mind. Whatever you want to do, take the particular book you want to read. Make sure it's by your bed or wherever you sit on a regular basis. you got to look at it. If you want to take care of something, you know, some of y'all probably, if you got a bill to pay, I bet you put that bill on the counter somewhere so you can see it all the time so you can pay it. The same thing with your goals and dreams. you got to put that so it can be permanent in your mind. It's got to be every place. Now, I know the average person don't want to do that because they don't want, you know, I don't mess up my house, my, my feng shui. You know, I don't want to. <laughs> okay. And another thing, too, I understand, too, that it's challenging if you got friends and neighbors coming by and you don't want to. Because, look, don't let them kill your dream because he says it right here. He says it clearly. If what you are picturing for yourself is of a personal nature and there are people who would not be in sympathy with your desires or who will regard this practice as foolish, which would be your your family members and your friends and all this, then keep your cards and your vision board to yourself. And study them only when you have a spare moment and opportunity for privacy. You know, I've, you know I remember for years I used to have stuff in the house. Now, I rarely have visitors because I'm just not I'm to myself like that. My wife hates that. She's like, you don't want nobody. I'm like, well, that's just how I am. I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying I rarely have it, but when I when we do have, like she would let some neighbors, she would have some neighbors come by and this and that. Man, I would put up all my goals and dreams and put them up, because I don't feel like discussing with them why is you know why I got this up. I don't feel like debating with them about you know my vision and all this stuff. I don't because first of all they're not thinking about it. They're not on the same page that I'm on. They're not reading the same kind of books that, that I'm reading. They're not in the same environment in the book club that we're on. They don't deal with the same type people. They got their crew. I got my crew. And my crew is a little bit different from theirs when it comes to the thinking and the mindset. So I don't put stuff out that, that I know they're going to totally disagree with. Why would I do that? And I think a lot of y'all do that. You want to debate with your neighbors and your friends and your, you know, coworkers about how you should do this and this, which, look, you're wasting your breath. You really are. You're wasting your breath because they're not on the same page. First of all, they got to be in the environment. They're not in the environment. Second of all, they got to be filling their minds with stuff that you're filling your mind with, like, you know, reading thought-provoking stuff. They're not doing that. So now you're trying to get them to see and do what you're doing, and they have no clue because they hadn't, been taught about you know visualization and all that kind. Of, they're not it, to you to them. You are a um, you doing witchcraft or something. <laughs> That's in their mind. You doing and to you you thinking and you thinking that they don't understand. You know how are they going to ever get? You know it's 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 a clash. 
But I still see people doing that. We, we want to go back and forth with our friends and relatives and people and try to battle with them about how they should. Nah. Now, I, I did that a long time ago. I don't do it anymore. I'm talking about a long time ago. I realized I would lose that battle. I re- <laughs> If it's 12 people in the room, it's going to be 11 against me because <laughs> they're not on that page. <laughs> they're not on that page, you know. <laughs> Nope, but you got to understand, you got to keep some of that stuff. If it's personal, don't try to, you know, push it on people. Now, some stuff that might not be personal, you can have, you know, you can put it, you know. Like I said, when you open my garage door, man, I got stuff all on my garage door wall. And I mean, just all kind of stuff that, that I see when I pull my car in the garage. I mean, every day it's stuff. And when I open it up, you know, I see neighbors walking by and they're looking in there. Some people... Like it. Some people impressed with it. I'm sure somebody else was like, why you got all that on there? <laughs> well, I didn't open it up for you to see that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's on you. <laughs> but I want to see it. Every time I pull in the garage, I need to see it. And I was thinking the other day, I'm so kind of used to seeing that. I'm going to have to move some stuff around because after a while, it just, you know, you get you get it becomes normal and you don't really see it like you used to. So I'm going to have to shift it around, maybe rewrite it, maybe change the colors on it because I got poster boards up. Um, you know, it talks about a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? That, that uh, like if I open, let me open my door now. If I open my garage door now, uh, I can look on the wall. It says you can't deposit excuses, take the risk, one life, set goals, prove the wrong, work ethic, uh, uh, work harder, no one cares. I mean, that stuff is everywhere, and I see it every day. But, I, again, like I said, that's <laughs> it's getting to be like I'm used to it, so i got to shift it around and change it. But I, I'm permanently – this stuff is, you know, I'm actually doing the stuff I talk about. Some of the things I've accomplished with my with my goals and dreams, a lot of them I've accomplished. If I go back and check over the years the things that I was visualizing, a lot of that stuff. But my mind would tell me, what's well, Tony, is these other things you haven't gotten yet, so you might need to stop. Even though I've had success with 80% of the stuff that I've visualized, I remember I used to uh, write it down, write my goals and dreams down, and then I would take them and put them in an envelope. And then I would, you know, seal the envelope and go hide it in a box of books somewhere. And then this is what I would do. I would come back six months later and before I opened that box to pull the envelopes out, I would write down my goals and dreams again and see if they're in line what I put in that box. And then when I open that box and see if they're, if they're not in the line, then I'll think, okay, why, why did I change my mind on this? Why I'm not thinking about this no more? Why and then, you know, a lot of that stuff becomes, you know, I start accomplishing. But my mind want to tell me what Tony is still this, this you ain't, you, you know, you need to stop thinking about that because you ain't going to get that in. You need to stop. But I'm not. He says you got to be willing to to want it to be photographed permanently in your thoughts. To stay there until it becomes a reality. You got to, you got to, it's got to stay there until it becomes a reality. He says, remember that repetition of the same thought, the same suggestion makes the picture possible. Not what you see, what you keep seeing. Not what you hear, what you keep hearing. Not what you read, what you keep reading. Not what you do, what you keep doing. 
Repetition, repetition, repetition. Now, some of your friends that you say, you know, that's not negative, you say, well, my friend's not negative. They're not a part of data. They're not going to agree with that. You might say that's not negative. Hmm. <laughs> he says, he who knows how to plant shall not have his plant uprooted. He who knows how to hold a thing shall not have it taken away. Plant the picture in your mind. He who knows how to plant should not have his plant uprooted. Think about the farmer who knows how to plant. And the farmer been planting for years. And the farmer knows that if I plant and I water it, and I, that's holding the thing, it, it won't go away. It should not be taken away. It, it'll grow. Even when you don't see it. But the farmer knows it's there. I'm going to keep doing it. See, this is not taught between the kindergarten and, <laughs> and 12th grade. Nobody talks about this. Matter of fact, they don't want to talk about this. They don't want you to think on this kind of thing. They want, they, they want you to be a worker. So, so that's why it's so shocking when this stuff is being said to you, you know, later on in life and you start, it just, and that's why your friends and relatives can't get it because it ain't in their program. You know, like when, when, when you come to them and say visualization, picture it in your mind, have these thoughts and that, even though it's biblical, even though it's in, it's in Proverbs, even though it's there, you know, it ain't talked about a lot throughout the system. So what happens is when you say some of this stuff that's in this book, what your neighbors and your friends and people that are not a part of your environment that's doing this is like a computer. It's like it goes through their mind. As soon as you you mention visualization, holding the thoughts, you know, keeping it in your mind, they they stand still and they think, and that computer goes, it's searching for that. It's searching for visualization, and it's not finding anything there because it was never taught to them or to us. So they're searching for it, and that's why they say, nah, just like even when you offer them an opportunity, you know, to do something outside of the box, definition again of the box, i got to say that because I don't know who might be listening, school education, good job, you know, you want to make more money, master's degree, Ph.D., uh, you know, or you want a part-time job, FedEx, UPS, some of those jobs like that, you know, um, things like that, you know, the Lord going to, make a way for you, the Lord's going to do it, you know, Lord's going to just, won't he do it, you know, that kind of, all that stuff is in the box, anytime you go outside of that, and you're talking anything outside of that, the average person, and you, and you, as you even saying it, you, the computer in your mind is going, it's searching for that, and it's not finding anything, because it hasn't been taught. And so even as you're saying it, you know, your your mind is searching for it too because your mind is saying, man, is this right? Is this is this right? <laughs> I don't think this is right, you know. <laughs> and that's why when you approach your friends and relatives with anything outside the box, it could be investing in real estate, it could be the home-based business, it could be anything. Oh, no, no. Uh-uh. No, no, I can't do that. No, no. No, that's the, uh-uh. That's one of those, uh-uh, no, I can't, mm. yeah, I mean, go ahead, girl, you know, you want to, you know, because they can't find it. It's nowhere in the thought process. It hasn't been taught to them. It hasn't been taught to us. 
That's why it's a battle for us to read the stuff we're talking about to do because our mind is saying, why are you doing this? They didn't tell us that at, you know, Stonewall Jackson Elementary. <laughs> well, I went to elementary school, Stonewall Jackson. You didn't hear you didn't hear that at West End High School. You didn't hear that at Jackson State. You didn't hear that at at Morehouse. You didn't hear that at at uh, Michigan State. You didn't hear. <laughs> now you got these people over here. Some folks who never, you know, they don't have, you know, masters and PhDs like you. They don't have it, and they telling you this stuff. You crazy? You lost your mind. <laughs> Now, I lost my mind in that process of me growing up. I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> get my mind the way I needed to get it. I need to get it. <laughs> so he says, plant your picture in mind. Write it down. If you have a desire, the foundation is laid. Plant the picture in the mind, a perfectly detailed picture of the exact thing or things you wish. It won't hurt to picture more than one objective at a time, as long as they are not in conflict. Like, you can't say... You know, I want to get wealthy and change my life financially and put it in the grind, but then another thing I want to do is relax. That's in conflict. You can't, <laughs> you can't, that's a, you can't, that's in conflict. I want to relax. Well, you can't, you can't do that. He said, the creative power within can work only as many projects as you desire and to which you can give your attention and your efforts. Write it down. Write it down. <clears throat> Write it down. It is increased sales you want, fix the exact amount. If it's something you want the other fellow to do for you, the love of a woman or that of a man, a new suit of clothes, a new automobile, write it down. Anything and everything, write it down. Express in your own words what you want. It will help you in your mind. You know, like... Uh, the Dr. Bruce Lipton says, not only write it down, put it in your phone, in your memo. Speak it, you know. I own this. I own that. I have this suit. I have this car. I have whatever I want. I have this amount of money coming. Say it in your mind, and then right before you go to bed, listen to it. Now, see, this is spooky to most people, and it's spooky to you because it's bothering you when somebody said it. The reason it's spooky is because you hadn't heard it before or hadn't heard it enough. See, you hadn't heard it enough, and so it, 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 it ain't it ain't in that box that you've been hearing for years. Your family didn't say this. Your your pastor didn't say it. You, nobody said it. So it's spooky. And it's like, man, you believe in that? You you think you can do that? You know, it's like, <laughs> are you crazy? <laughs> but you know, Proverbs said all of this. Because we always swear we we all swear we Christians we all swear we this and that Proverbs says all of this this is where it comes from <laughs> it says it will help you, your mind to get organized on it no matter what you are after under this system you can have it provided the object of desire is morally right and the picture definite and positive. <laughs> If it's morally right, and picture is definite and, and, and positive. He says, tap, 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 write it down again and again. And if you find this helps you uh, fix your goal in mind, write it down again and again and again. You know, I used to sit down and write. We sit in training sometimes. I would write a dollar sign amount and just over and over in my notebook. 
I remember somebody was looking at my notebook one day. What is this? <laughs> uh, I was like, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> it matters not whether you, you be a salesman, an executive, a mechanic, a writer, a housewife, or what. Whether you're after money, love, improvement, and social positions, or the legal profession, a medical profession, it makes absolutely no difference. You have that same power in you, ready to bring you what you want. You can acquire every single thing you desire, a pair of shoes or, or a mansion. You name it and write it down and go to work on it. You can if you stick to it long enough, and that's the challenge. Opportunities are constantly flowing past you in the stream of life until you, unless you reach out and grab them. If you don't know what you're looking for, how can you get it? Every way you can express what you desire in writing and voice and pictures, writing, voice, and pictures, writing, voice, and pictures, help vitalize creative power within, keeps your thoughts magnetized on the target. Write it down, speak it, see it. 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 And then what happens? You say, well, I did that. I don't see it now. I'm tired of writing this thing down. I'm tired of And see, that's where you stop. And you say, well, uh, then, then, then you come back and say, well, see, that's what they tell you. If you stop, see, they're tricking you. They're making you feel guilty about, no. You got to permanently put it in your mind and keep doing it. See, you want, <laughs> that's, what, that's the deal. You stopped it, isn't well, they, they go, that's what they're going to tell you, right? They're going to tell you that you stopped it. No, it just wasn't going to work. No, it'll work if you keep doing it, but if not, if you stop. <laughs> See, that's you listening to your old thinking, and that's you listening to your friends and relatives around you. And I'm not telling you not to listen to them. I'm not telling you not to do it. <laughs> I remember my uncle, man. There's <laughs> a lot of folks, you know, don't listen to him. Well, I listened to him. <laughs> I got a lot of good stuff from that. I got a lot of good books from him. I saw what he was doing. It's almost like when you got 90% of the majority say don't do that, that's when you need to do it. When you follow in the flow of the majority, you're in trouble. You are in trouble. When you follow in the flow of the majority, I'm telling you right now, you're in trouble. Because <laughs> you're going to do what the majority is doing, and then you're going to get what the majority is getting. <laughs> He says, it matters not whether you be a salesman, executive, mechanic, or writer, a housewife, or whatever. You have the same power in you, ready to bring you what you want. You can acquire every single thing you desire, pair of shoes, mansion, whatever. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So you got to separate from, from your friends and coworkers, and you can't tell them this, because if they, you tell them this, they're going to eat you alive. And you're going to try to battle with them. You can't win. There's too many of them. They're going to come from near and far. <laughs> They're going to come from every cubicle. In the, are you falling for that? You believe that? Put some of that stuff up in your cubicle and see what happens. way you can express what you desire in writing and voice and pictures. Help vitalize the creative power. Some men and women keep a large envelope labeled, My Heart Desires, in which they keep written statements of what they want, of changes they wish to make. Now, see, this was 1950. You can put all this in your phone you want to. Now, I still say put them in an envelope. I still say handwrite them, you know, still put But you can put all these things in your phone and look at them. 
keep things in writing and statements that they want of changes that they wish to make in their lives economically, personally, physically, mentally, spiritually. They put aside certain times during the day or evening when they get off by themselves and reread and reflect upon the different written expressions of the heartfelt desires. They also check each one and take inventory to see if they have made progress toward their respective goals. When they reach certain objectives or a certain objective, they make the case close and write on the card um, expression of their thanks to God, uh, the power within, for helping them realize their dream. Once they reach one of them, they go back and do that. Then they go to something else, constantly unfolding and developing. See, like I said, I've had 80% of my stuff I've reached. And thank God along the way. You know what I'm saying? I, but, my, but my mind is telling me that other 20% that I want, while you, while you, you know, you've been, you've been thinking about that for 10 years. You've been thinking about that. So I'm supposed to let it go. That's like, you know, you ever see the examples of people that, that, that went into the gold, to the mines digging for gold, and they stayed in there for three or four years. And right when they got tired and gave up and walked off, somebody came right behind them, picked up that shovel, <laughs> Struck gold. I know some of you that ain't true. That, well, you don't know that. You don't know that when you give up how close you are. Because they always say what the before the sun comes, it's, it's always dark. They don't know, you know what I'm saying. Now, it's a difference in giving up while you're grinding hard than just giving up. See, most people are not grinding hard anyway. You know what I'm saying? Most people are not. <laughs> it's like when I get ready, after I didn't grind it for a year or two, and I've, you know, I've chosen a company that I'm working with, and I just see that the average person ain't got a chance, and if I ain't a chance, and I say, okay, I got to do something different because I, I got to base this thing on what the average person can do. And I look at it, and then the average person say, I was just about to get going. I ain't put my best foot down yet. <laughs> well, <laughs> you can put it down, but I'm about to go over this. I got to go over here now because I put my best foot down for a year hard or a year and a half hard. I put my best foot down. Well, you, I guess you got to go and put your <laughs> – I remember we were with a company. Man, it had to be nine years, eight, eight and a half, nine years. Man, look, I, I gave it all. This thing is not, is you know – we hustling backwards, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, three or four guys told me. Now, they had been with me for eight years. Man, I was just telling my wife the other day, I'm about to get going. Because I know myself, I hadn't done what I was supposed to do. <laughs> I said, well, you get going then, but I'm about to go over this way. You get going over there. All right, <laughs> like, really? And they still over there. Getting going. Let me stop. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to finish with this. When they reach a certain objective, they mark the case closed. Okay, I got my goals and dreams. I thank God for it. Then I go on to something else. Constantly unfolding and developing. An endless, glorious, satisfying process that you have to go through. All right, folks, that's it. That's all she wrote. Pen and the pencil broke today. Appreciate you guys for calling in on 
on this Saturday morning book club. I appreciate any time y'all call in. Any time y'all, you know, get on any calls, you know, it's good. Now, I, you know, I really don't like saying that, but I'm going to say I appreciate it. But, see, I shouldn't say that because it's your business. It's your life. So you should appreciate doing it. But I still say it. So, <laughs> But I'm just saying, you know, it's like when you – Say some of the people like, man, you should think that this is something you should be doing regardless. This is something, but, but you know, I don't. I just, I guess, I appreciate more than anything that you, some of y'all, realize that you need it because a lot of y'all don't realize you need it. You know, I guess that's where my appreciation would come in at that you realize that some ain't right, <laughs> and I need something different, and I need to keep hearing this stuff. Over and over and over. All right, that's it today, folks. Um, no, uh, you know what? I tell you what. Y'all want to? Y'all want to do a, a five dollar deal? <laughs> Let's do a ten dollar deal this morning on on the music since we got a few people on. And this, I'm gonna do a crossover though. This is gonna be a. Let me see. This one is just straight up ten dollars. I'll send you. I'll send you, I'll cash out you $10 if you can name this song. Hold on a second, excuse me. Can y'all do like soft rock and, you know, like pop music? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said no, they only do R&B and hip-hop. <laughs> can y'all do like, <laughs> this is MTV age. Can y'all do it like in the 80s MTV? Let's go for it. All right, for ten dollars now. No cheating. You can't cheat. Y'all not gonna cheat, right? I hate the five footer got that in my mind like that. I hate that. Y'all, no cheating, right? You know I don't cheat. Oh. Mm-mm. <laughs> 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 it's, just, it's just like a test. What you do? <laughs> All right. <laughs> hold on a second. <laughs> All right, so this is the eighties. I used to love this. I used to love this video. I'm telling you, I used to love this video. And uh, I'm gonna give you a hint. <laughs> First of all, it ain't Madonna because I know some people say, but but in the video, the guy says the father says to her, "If you leave, don't worry about coming back." Don't cheat, y'all. Gotta if you don't get it, then I'll just we'll just I'm gonna give y'all like thirty seconds. You better get it. I'm gonna give y'all thirty seconds. <laughs> Let's see here. <laughs> All right, here we go. I just love this video. I love the song too.
I got to split that with Pam and uh, and um, Faith. <laughs> Pam and Faith. Hey, Tawana, you were right there, but you couldn't even name <laughs> You named the song, but you didn't name the person. She was first, actually. Tawana's actually first. But you didn't, you didn't, <laughs> you was right with the love is a battlefield, but it's Pat Benatar. So I guess I'll send both of y'all $10. Y'all got to send me your cash out. <laughs> 